Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig and I'm joined by Paul Doolan. Hello. And no Dave Watson. I don't know what his excuse was. Why is he not available? Uh, it's a good point. I'm not sure he said. Do you think he's joined Scientology? I think that seems as likely as anything. He said he wasn't available. Just says can't do, can't do it tomorrow or Tuesday, I'm afraid. Yeah. He's just moved house. Maybe it's changed him already. Maybe, maybe he's having, too good for us now. Yeah, maybe he's having an affair. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's definitely it. Maybe he supports a more glamorous team now. <laughs> maybe he's doing the Inter Milan natter. Yeah. So, should we just get straight into the game? Yeah. I mean, It's, it's probably going to be quite low on analysis or meaningful... <laughs> Not because we didn't see it, we both yeah, we saw both the saw game. It, but because there's no Dave. There's no Dave, and there's very little to talk about. Yeah. It's another 1 0. I always think that's the worst kind of game, is a game in which you lose 1 0. Yeah. And, I mean, is it a case of, what is the phrase? Flip flops. We're on the beach. What on the beach? We're in the town square. We're, uh, we're in the tourist information office. We're on a pebble beach because we're not running enough. Yeah. Maybe that could be it. That could be it. Yeah. It was one of the worst games of the season. Rafa sort of um, made an apology to the fans afterwards of sorts. Yeah. He said said that the Newcastle Natter is backed for the season by Ladbrokes and... uh, all you need to do, if you want to have a look at all their specials and offers, etc., is get yourself to bet.newcastlepodcast.com. Even I didn't see that one coming. That was golden. Yes. So, yeah, they let's. So there was only one change. Slimani didn't get a start. Yeah. Gale was stuck back in. I don't know why. It felt weird. If you look at the game before, we were playing a team with quite a high defensive line, where you thought Dwight Gale probably should have started. Shelby looked pretty poor in that game because of lack of running from Slomani. This game, West Brom were always going to sit very deep, no space in behind, and we put Gale back in and take Slomani out. It seemed an odd change. I mean, I guess part of it is we don't need the points, and he probably wants to see Slomani play more to see if we actually need him. No, but he started Gale, so... No, he started Slomani in the last game. Yes, yeah. but why didn't he start Slomani in this game? 
No, he if did. he wants to see him play more. Against West Brom, yes, no, now I'm really right, confused you're right, now. You're right. Against West Brom, Gale started. Yes, you are right. So that's uh, the quality of analysis we've got for you. We've just worked out who started. <laughs> Either way, I think the wrong strikers started each game. Right. Tactically. Rafa's got to go. He's got, he's got to go. He's got to go. He's t- I mean, I liked it. He's obviously a nice guy, but he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's, he's lost. He's out of his depth. It is weird. Like, Things that work at Real Madrid aren't going to work in Newcastle. <laughs> Paella. There's 52,000 there every week. You've got to satisfy them, Rafa. It is nuts, because obviously that is ridiculous. But it does feel with sort of increasingly in an era where you can't criticise any decision he makes. That is true. But um, it must be down to the players, yeah. really. It's, it's, I mean, I might as well go straight in to uh, a question that I had from someone on, uh, on Twitter. It was uh, Thomas Burkhan. Uh, let me quickly find it. He said, he, he, he was referencing me, he says, question for Fergus, if you were guaranteed to star in the best films, series, etc., and work with the top guys of your profession for the next year, would you immediately make less of an effort? I imagine you wouldn't. So why do footballers do it? I mean, I'd see exactly what he's aiming for there. But I might be the wrong example, because I am <laughs> possibly the world's laziest man. If I was guaranteed everything I want from my career next year, then I, my yeah. feet would be f- firmly up. Problem of that analogy, I see what he's getting at, is the stage of the season we're at now, we've got 40 points. That is the equivalent of you can phone it in. Well, that's what he's saying. He's saying that we're guaranteed what we need. We're guaranteed to stay up. Mm. So therefore, our players aren't putting in an effort. Yeah. But he's suggesting that me, Fergus Craig, in similar circumstances, would put in an effort, assuming that he yeah, has it- faith that I've got... I love for the job. No, but I wouldn't. (laughs) Which is why I'm just like one of these modern day footballers. Yeah, it's human nature. There's no coincidence that every season there'll be two, three teams that get to 40 points and just coast. Like West Brom always used to do it. Watford the last few seasons, Leicester this season. It's not, the players aren't individually lazy, but modern football comes down so much to tiny percentages. And if one team has something to play for and one doesn't, they're going to go into tackles harder. Everything's, it's just those little tiny things across the board. It's one thing saying they should be good, but it's the same thing as saying like Wayne Rooney gets paid 100 times what a nurse does, so he should never have a bad game. It doesn't work like that. He should be able to deliver more babies. He should be able to perform surgery. Yeah. And he chooses not to, which is cowardly. Uh, so there are some talking points of the for the game. I imagine Dave would be able to tell us who was at fault for their goal. It did it seem weird. Like it, it's one of those ones where I can tell that it's defensively, defensively a shambles. I'm just not smart enough to know how. Yeah, their right winger, the one who scored, whose name escapes me, seemed to have far Welcome to the Newcastle letter. Yeah. <laughs> Backed for the season by facts. Go on. He just had far too much space. It's the worst game Dummett's had, I think, this season. Phillips. Phillips, that's it. 
but again, we just allowed them too much space. They looked dangerous on the counter attack all game, and we just didn't look. I mean, we've been very organised defensively all season. That seemed a little out the window this game. We absolutely came them in XG, didn't, well, which I was surprised we don't to see. Often do which I was surprised to see because. I don't remember there being any chances. Kennedy did hit the post. Their keeper, Foster, made an amazing save. He did save, make actually. an amazing save from a header. So, fair play. West Brom, they, in a way, don't have anything to play for because they are down. But they I guess can they're playing, still they're playing mathematically for pr- stay up. They can mathematically do it. They're playing for pride. Mm. And also playing for getting bought by other Premier League teams, presumably a lot of them. Right, Players yeah, like Rondon yeah, yeah. must be thinking, if I get a few goals now, I could see us going in for a player like him. I can only think of one other talking point from the game. I mean, if Dave Watson was on the phone, this would be a much longer podcast. Yeah. but And that and that would be a good thing. Longer doesn't always mean better. As I have told my girlfriend for many years. <laughs> I went, I went the, ob- the obvious route there. You did? I did. The uh, Slimani did come on yep. from the bench. It's it's not been a roaring success, his loan no. spell, has it? When you consider that he was brought in essentially to replace Mitrovic because Mitrovic couldn't be trusted. Yeah. and then- Mitrovic has now scored 12 goals for Fulham in about as many games. But as well, Mitrovic, the difference between the Championship and the Premier League, Mitrovic against uh, Millwall elbowed, who is it, Tim Cahill, pretty much in the face, got away with it, no retrospective punishment, because he can. Slimani taps another player with his foot who dives, gets what's presumably a three-game ban. So Mitrovic not being unreliable from that point of view in the Championship doesn't mean he would be the same in the Premier League. I see what you say. I see what you say. But knowing what we know, I completely understand why it happened. Mm. And, you know, as we've established, Rafa does no wrong. Yeah. But I, uh, knowing what I know now, I would have just kept Mitrovic. Yeah. It's not necessarily the end of him. He might have another chance next season. You'd have to think he's earned one. I think if a good offer comes in, though, Rafa would get rid of him. But we might not already have... Sort of, I think a pretty good offer will come in for him, at least to the value of what we paid for him. It it's probably, he must be worth at least £15 million yeah. after scoring those goals. And it seems as if it's probably over between him and Rafa, considering they've made bad comments about each other in the press and... I don't think they've been that bad. The Mitrovic has sort of still praised Benitez right, from okay. Fulham. And plus, we might not have Benitez. That's quite a big thing hanging over. That is true. So you never know. That is true. So, anything else to say about the game, Paul? It was. We predicted it was going to be a pretty awful game, and it was. But it's, again, it's the same as the last game, really. It's nice to be in the position to lose at this stage of the season and not mean anything. It's nice to be in that position. It ruins a Saturday afternoon. It was. I was I was yeah. so I was sat there thinking I could be doing like the snooker was on, Ronnie O'Sullivan was playing, that was entertaining. 
I mean, I do have a child. Yeah. I could have spent quality time with him. <laughs> like he went to snooker first. Yeah. I could have spent quality time with my child. I mean, he was there. Yeah. But, you know... You know, we don't have a lot to say to each other at this stage. She's only 11 months. Yeah. So, yeah, watch the game. But as well, that's that's just football. There's going to be shit games. I'd rather we had them when we don't need the points than when we do. Yeah, sure. Fair enough. There's going to be shit games, and that's an early contender for the title of the show. Yeah. I would say. But... If, if we're finished with the West Brom game, then I guess what we're going to do is going to go for a break and then things are going to really liven up because we are going to go in with some of your questions and comments and all of that shit. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Welcome back to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. Still... And still with me is Paul Doolan. Paul, I'm just looking at uh, Twitter. We've got a tweet here from Christopher Tolfrey. He says something that we've already addressed, really. He says, Do you think Newcastle should come out to Cliff Richard's summer holiday until the end of the season? I mean, it's another flip-flops reference, isn't it? I quite like it, though. It might spark a reaction from the players. They might feel they're being made to seem unprofessional. Potentially. Although I would imagine most of them wouldn't get the reference. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. DeAndre Yedlin yes. posted a picture, a picture on Twitter the other day of him as a uh, young lad of sort of 12 or 13 dressed up as Alan Iverson, the basketball player. who's in like full tracksuit bottoms and all that. And uh, it was a picture in his house. And I was impressed that there were a lot of books. <laughs> okay. Why did I go on to that? Not sure. You said it was a question as well. Well, it wasn't... A, I don't think it was a question. Oh. Why did I go on to that? I don't know. I don't know, but I, I guess I'm trying to fill because we don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> but there were, Footballers and books, discuss. Well, there were a lot of books in DeAndre Yedlin's house. And I guess I've got my own stereotypes, my own preconceptions of what the houses of footballers growing up are like. American footballers are different. As in American soccer soccer players. Well, it made me curious enough to look up his background because I guess football, soccer, is quite a middle-class sport. It is over there, yeah. And uh, yes, his mother was a a university lecturer. Mm -hmm. Well, university, she taught sport. But still, that's why there were books in his house. <laughs> I can't well, remember. That there was something that made me think of it. What was it? Was it the question about coming out to summer holiday? Yeah, it was something about that. I guess, actually, if you could change the song we come out to, what would it be for the rest of the season? If, um, you, if you're bored of Local Hero. You really put me on the spot there. Wow. Zed cars. Because <laughs> there's already two Premier League Who's teams. the other one? There's Everton. And... and I think Watford come out to it. Oh. I think it's Watford. How the fuck has that happened? How are there two Premier League teams that come out to the theme tune to a 1960s cop show? I think they should all do it. I think they should all come... No, they should, every team should have to come out to the theme tune to a different cop show. So that yeah. 
Well, we should have the professionals. Okay. Yeah, that would be good. I imagine that there probably is a sports team somewhere in the world that comes out to that. If there's not, then we should. should No, I would like to come out to the bill. (laughs) (laughs) Would they all have to walk like in the same way that the police officers used to in the credits for the bill? Well, they would. That's how they would leave the pitch at the end of the game. They'd walk off to it as well. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that working. No matter how the game had gone. Do we have a song that we play when we win? I don't think so. Because some, because like both Leighton Orient and Millwall, because I've been to both of them a few times, both of those teams play uh, Rocking All Over the World. Ah. Yeah. Oh, no, we do. We have uh, Life in a Glass House by Radiohead <laughs> that we play after a win. Well, get in touch with your suggestions for who Newcastle should come out to and perhaps leave to. I mean, it would be nice if it made some sort of... if it had some relationship to Newcastle United. I mean, you've got the obvious things like Fog in the Time or whatever. Yeah. You could have Michael Jackson's song, Black or White. <laughs> yeah. Mm, sort of. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sort of against music at football once the whistle's gone anyway. Once the whistle's gone, but this is what you come out to. But at the end, I mean, you were saying about music at the end of the game. Okay, all right. Okay, fair enough. Then just what you come out to then, Paul. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like, yeah, yeah. Some teams come out to right here, right now, right here. Yeah, it's grating, isn't it? It's quite funny when he, it's like a League One game on a Tuesday yeah. night. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> the attendance today is 1,642. <laughs> right here, right now. Uh, we've got uh, a few questions from uh, regular contributor Bedford Mag. I'm, I'm reading these dry, so let's hope okay. there's nothing... Uh, non-PC in here. Here we go, Bedford Mag. I don't necessarily think they do, to be fair. Okay, that's I think you're reading them in the wrong question. order again. Oh, he was... No, he was answering Thomas Burkan's question about why, uh, don't, why, why do they not put in more effort, the players. Mm. He says, I don't necessarily think that they do, to be fair. Yes, we should have beaten West Brom... But don't forget, they have taken points of, off the bigger teams, as have we. We tried and failed. They were a very bitty team, quite physical, and the ref let them get away with it. We're safe now. Gan canny. I mean, know. that is a fair point it's about fair West point. Brom. They're in pretty decent form at the they minute. They are in very good form. Uh, he also says, With the season stumbling towards the finish line, will we finish in the top ten? Has Slomani played his last game for us after being a tit? Let's answer that now. Has he played? I would say yes. Look, if he's getting a charge for violent conduct, then that's three-game ban. And I don't think we'll be picking him up again on the basis of this. Yeah. Not for the £25 or whatever's being quoted. Uh, And he says, would you rather be attacked by one Modiame-sized duck or ten duck-sized Modiame's? Um, Ten duck-sized Modi armies, I think. Yeah. They're only the size of a duck. Yeah, you just basically tread. One by one. You just tread on them, don't you? Yeah. 
20, I'd have to think about it a bit more, but... Yeah. 10. I mean, neither would be nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, so, there's that question. With the season tumbling towards the finish line, where are we finish in the top 10? Are we going to finish in the top 10? I think so. We need, I think, right, I think we need three points in the last three games. You reckon? I believe so. Let's have a look at the table. We are Palace are only one behind us now, aren't we they? We are tenth. They've played one game more than us, Palace have. They're three points behind us. And they've played one game more. Mm. But they are on uh, quite good form. And then Bournemouth are also three points behind us, but have also played one game more. And we've and got three games to go. So, yeah, we've got three games to go and we've got a game in hand on the three teams uh, just below us. Well, that game in hand is Spurs away. Right. I Yeah, I think we'll finish top ten. Although, we don't look sparkling right now. But I think we'll, our next game is against Watford. So, you know, if we get three points from that, which you'd hope we would, yeah, then we'll probably safely say we're top ten. And some more from, from Bedford Mag. He says, also, Ellis Short released a statement after sacking Coleman. He said, the Newcastle now is back for the season by the Brooks. <laughs> Love it. Okay. All right. Then they, I mean, that's what happens when you read them dry. Yeah. He actually got me there. You need to be wetter. This is the problem. We should mention that Mitrovic did score a goal against Sunderland. Yeah. Which, it's a shame it wasn't the one that sent them down. They weren't even good enough to hold on that long in the championship. It was amazing how we've lost our last two games 1-0. We had both of those games pretty miserable. But the Twitter mood around Newcastle is so positive right now just because Sunderland have gone down and we're safe. Yeah. But again, it's a luxury we've not had in a long time, having nothing to play for at this time of the season. If it happened every season then you'd be frustrated, like Stoke and West Brom used to be. But because it's a novelty, you don't mind it this once. Especially staying up this season was so important for the TV money. So we headed towards that. That's Yeah. Is that what it's going to get like? I just wish there was some ambition. Yeah, I, don't I suppose think that's what it was like three years ago. I well. think it's okay to have that lack of ambition on the first season back up, especially with the spending we did before the season. We've yeah. had a pretty understaffed squad. If we finish top 10, then that is an amazing yeah. result. Uh, so, will we get an amazing result in our next game, Paul? That's the question. As I say, our next game what is... Watford away on Monday, isn't it, I think? It's on Saturday. Sat- is it Saturday? Uh, yes, it's on Saturday. Are you going? You're going, aren't you? I don't know if I am now. Now that I'm you found seeing... out that it's on Saturday. <laughs> no, the... Uh... There's a guy I know who's a Watford season ticket holder and I'm Elton seeing John? him. Yes. <laughs> I'm seeing him tomorrow and if David Furnish can't go, then I'll go. Right. Otherwise, I shall find out. The fact he's not texted in a while about it suggests probably not. But if I'm there, I'll be in with the home fans. You normally right. worry. But again, this stage of the season, as a supporter, I think I'm on the beach as well. You're on the beach? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as amped up for games as I have been all season. You are going to Spurs away, though, aren't you? Or are you uh, not going to that either? Should be, yeah. Tickets are 
pretty much confirmed, I think. That was good for you. Good for you, Paul. <laughs> so, Watford away, they are not in great form. They're currently, as we record, playing Spurs. What is the They are 1-0 down at half-time. Yeah. So, what do we reckon? Oof. We're going to lose 1-0, aren't we? We're going to lose every game for the rest of the season. One Quite nil. possibly. I think one all draw. The, I mean, we played, again, West Brom were that sort of team we don't like playing. Like Burnley as well. Very deep defence, counter-attacking team. Watford aren't going to be like that. They're a bit more expansive. If we, If our players turn up and actually put a shift in and work hard on keeping their shape, I think we've got a good chance. Okay, so you say 1-1. One, one. I'm going to say we're going to lose 1-0. Fair enough. Just just feels right. Yeah, I mean, Watford are traditionally on the beach at this time of the year, and it's no different, so at least we're both playing on the same pitch. Dave Watson's on the beach. Yeah. We're on the beach, pretty much, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that brings us to the end. I mean, it's been, <laughs> it's been incredibly underwhelming. It's been lacklustre, but we're on the beach. There's just so little what to talk expect? about. So, you know, Some... get in your suggestions for, um, for which do... song we should enter to. We should do a team of the season thing at some point soon. Are there any bigger questions that we've not done? I'm, for I a would while? say Manchester City. <laughs> As in Newcastle team of the season, which I think he got. But I reckon as well, any topics we've not covered for a long time, like who would you sign or who, what positions do we need to sign? Well, we have been covering that, but we might as well. Because I don't think we'll go for Slomani. No, we might as well fill in that. Let's do some some scouting. Well, it was good. Anyone. One thing with West Brom, it was good to see. I didn't think Kennedy had the worst game and he was moved to left back for a while and it did make us look kind of balanced in a way. It was nice having two quite attacking fullbacks at the same time. Yes, he seems quite a versatile footballer. Yeah. I think he would be a great signing well, if we could get him. We definitely want to. Yeah. I believe the club is definitely going to try and make that Well, happen. I think the manager wants to. Yes. Whether the club want to. Well, I'm sure they would if he met their price, yeah. which may well... But sometimes the yeah. club's demands are like, like me saying I want to go to the cinema but for a quid so that's not going to work out there are yeah not a quid no 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 it's just not going to happen it is just it? wouldn't happen <laughs> okay so get in touch with uh, your shouts for the team of the season the Newcastle starting 11 I would say most of it pretty obvious although there have been some changes haven't yeah. there, as the season's gone on so try and look at the season as a whole yeah start Don't... of the season I think we all thought Modi Arme needs to be sold if anyone would buy him and Shelby will be lucky to get in now Marino's cemented his place in the team so yeah the middle of the park it's very difficult to pick your your, your two for the team of the season because there's been I mean, you're giving me looks here, but I guess there's I going think, to be, de- be two debate. central midfielders pick themselves quite comfortably. Well, you're going to say Diame and Shelby, are you? Yeah. But that's been only for the last 
10 games or whatever. But in our best games. The whole of the season, Paul. Yeah. Okay. I think Marino deserves a shout. Well, let we'll get really into that is a a, a fiery debate to look forward to, and uh, don't forget to get in touch with uh, your shouts for that and what song you think we should enter to. And if there's any fans of footballing analysis, if we could all get in touch with Dave on Twitter and just tell him to come back. Yeah, yeah, that's Dave probably will- good. Dave will get in touch with Dave and I'm sure he will send you some graphs if that's what you need. Yeah. But in the meantime, thank you very much, Paul Doolan. Thank you. Thank you to you, the Newcastle Natter listener. My name is Fergus Craig. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.